Feeding the Thought, a forum created to share one's thoughts and views to provide thoughtful, provocative conversation to assist one to making the necessary adjustments as they cope with life's challenges. By no means does this podcast attempt to persuade you to see things as I do. Just another opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. Let's talk about today's subject. Today's subject is once bitten, twice bitten. Hmm. Final bite could be my last. Now, what could I be talking about? Well, I'm talking about people, but I want to talk about this snake. Now, I'll say this. I'm not a great advocate of snakes. So when I do talk, I might speak of a little biases coming through. But understand me and snakes are not the best friend. And even more, the people that practice this type of of snake like mentality. Now, when you look at a snake, I'm talking about the one that slides on the ground, grass snake, cobras, python, um, rattle, rattlesnakes, diamond snakes, etc., etc. They all known for sliding, hiding, patiently observing, strategizing, strategically planning their approach. Overall, I just say they're skillful. It's an animal with no legs, none whatsoever. Well, how do they get around? They slide. But they also use their mouth for different things. I say they use it to eat. They also use it to grab. Maybe in some way, maybe effectively climb on something. Maybe they grab on a branch and as they're sliding up the branch, they have to hold with their teeth in the sun. I don't know, but I would think they would. I think they would use it for support. Maybe even connections. And even for separation. Hmm. How would a snake use his mouth to separate? Maybe when they launch their teeth at you, maybe bite on you, just enough pain to have you to move away from it or leave it alone. They also use their mouth for attack. You know that. You know most times you hear that a snake attack an animal, whatever, but they have to eat. So the same mouth that they have that they move around with and grab things with, they have to grab to eat as well. Now, I don't think a snake is an ideal animal for emotional support. Again, this is my view. I don't think they're animals for security or protection. I don't think they're, they're good to maybe love or show love. I'm not just saying that people will use these animals to help them to adjust to life's difficult situations, but people have allowed snakes to become an essential figure in their lives. I, but one thing I do know, that everyone that I've ever talked to that has had a snake or interact with the snake, Somewhere down the line, the snakes bites them. They may chalk up say it was a mistake. They might have seen poor vision or whatever, but they still got bitten. You know, launched into them, ah, teeth sunk in them. Maybe sometimes they bite them, depends on what type of snake it is. They wrap around it and try to squeeze the life out of whatever they're getting. You know, that's just my little information that I got off from watching Discovery Zone. But... Let's talk about that other snake. We call them people. You know, the one that act just like a snake. Those one that utilize you to help them to get to their appointed place. You know, elevation. They sink their teeth in you just long enough to hold on to you as you're moving up. And once you get to the right place or to a place, they try to smother you out. 
Try to be like a python and wrap their cores around you and choke you out. Choke your very promise and your destiny out. Not by biting you, by what they speak out of their mouth. Speaking damnation over your life. Telling you and convincing you that you'll never mount up to anything. Saying that you will never be successful. But all along, while you're trying to grow, they're right there with you, watching your every step. They utilize you to help them to establish territory, to reposition themselves. In some case, to identify your strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah, I'm talking about these snakes. Yes, back to what I said. Once bitten, twice. The last one could be the final blow. I don't know if I would call this a snake-like syndrome or a python kind of biting or venomous movement. I haven't found out the right word to describe what they do, but all of them benefit that individual. This individual lurks out, sits back, strategize how to find your weakness and then capitalize on it. Yeah, they hide and do corners. Sometimes they hide right in front of you, but you can't see it because up until the fact that you realize you've been bitten, you've been listening to them. You've been encouraged by them. They have been your greatest supporter. But you ever notice when you turn your back, you feel that dagger going in there? I know a snake can't throw a dagger, but he sure enough can bite you. And his words can be just as venomous as his teeth biting into you if you're talking about a human being. You know, it's, it's amazing that people will be around you just long enough to get something from you or get something from you, meaning taking it away from you, blocking your opportunity to advance. I mean, like, they're so focused on strategizing how to get to you or get over on you that you be blindsided by the one thing that they capitalize on, that connection, that relationship, that dependent, that just to have someone in your corner. Why do you think people go and purchase a snake knowing that the one thing it is going to do eventually is going to bite them? Do you think they're, they're playing against the odds saying it won't happen to them? Uh, I've heard it happen in the past, but not me because I'm going to treat them differently. I'm going to make sure they're full. I'm going to make sure I eat on time. I feed on time. I make sure that they don't want for anything. I make sure their bed's right or whatever they have to stay in is at a perfect climate. I'm going to give them the best life that they could possibly get. And how many times after you all that are snake owners have done that, that snake still didn't bite you? See, because they're on the time frame. You got to remember, they only have one thing to eat with, to chew with, to, to, to bite out, to hold on to. It's their mouth because they have no limbs to hold on to. But isn't it amazing that people practice that same practice with you? They'll sit up there and let their mouth speak all kind of negative stuff over your life trying to bring you down any opportunity they have, but in your face, they always got something good to say. But isn't it amazing how all they do is sit in the corner and they watch you. They watch your mannerism. They know when you're happy. They know when you're sad. And as soon as you start making that step to try to get up the ladder, they the first one to tell you what you can and cannot do. They bring ill wishes to you, negative statements, doubt. They, they, they make sure they give you questions that can't be answered. Forcing you to trust in them. Isn't that something? They win you over by knowing that you can't answer the question that you need to know in order to get to the next level. Because maybe they have the upper hand. Or maybe they connect with somebody that has the resources that you haven't been introduced to. Isn't that something? These same people are snakes. Are practicing snake-like uh, syndrome or whatever we call it. They study you and find what you need. And to make sure you never achieve it. Hmm. Once bitten, 
twice bitten, but the last one could kill me. You got to be very careful of who you allow in your circle because everybody that's in your circle is not supposed to be there. Some are there for a season, some are for a lifetime, and some of them just a passing phase. But you be so needy and want to be a part of something that you're so quick to allow anybody and everybody to come into your life. But I'd even question their intents. Look at the snakes. Beautiful, aren't they? They got some beautiful colors and all that. But the beautiful colors are some one of the most deadliest one that you're going to interact with. But look, they're pretty. Isn't it something about a snake? They can lure you in. And people said back in the day that they had a like a hypnotis, hypno, hypnotose uh, measure that they could go by and, and hypnotize you by their eyes. It's, they said it was known with the cobra. They will rock side to side and they will lure their prey into a trance and then they will attack them. Isn't that what they do to you? People, that is. They find a way to say words and do things that maybe is new to you or you're not aware of just to get your attention. Some of them real smooth. Remind you, I told you that the snake is skillful. They tell you all the good things at first, especially when you got low self-esteem or coming out of a difficult situation or feeling like you're all alone in this battle. It's amazing how they know what to say and when to say it. Hmm. Make you lower yourself, creating a kind of false sense of security, you think? And when they have you wrapped up in the area, then they put their arms around you and they embrace you with this false form of love. Hmm. Maybe. But don't they have snakes to do that? Anacondas? Um, boa constrictors? They wrap their body around you, squeezing out the very life out of you? Hmm. People call it a hug. Snake call it a death trap. You tell me. Now, no means am I saying that that when someone embrace you that their intention is to be negative. But some of them already showed you that they can kill you, but you still allow them there. Then it's amazing why people wait till they get bitten before they realize it's just get out of a situation. It makes you wonder why people go through pain just to separate when they could leave before the pain start. I know there's always warning before destruction. But sometimes you're so caught up in the image or in the, the, the moment that you can't stop and see the truth. Wow. Once bitten. Twice bitten. The last one could kill you. Everybody that comes in your circle is not there to be your friend. Not there for be a long gesture. Sometimes you got to look at people and see, why are you calling yourself a friend? Why are you hanging around me? What is your purpose? Why, why, why are you in my circle? Or why did I allow you in my circle? There's nothing wrong with visiting your decision. Because people help you to make better decisions. In some cases, people learn the patterns and, and the methods and, and, and the mannerism. And they try to help you to smooth out things. You know, they start off real smooth like a coach and a greatest supporter. But, but their true vision is to Smother out your vision. You know what I mean by smother it out? Like try to erase it. Have you to believe that whatever you're thinking that you can achieve, you can't. They always attack your dreams and try to tell you that you were dreaming something that would never come to fruition. Or that wasn't for you. That was for somebody else. Then they start smothering out your hope. You know, when you're already struggling trying to make things happen, they're the one that come up and say, well, 
I don't think that's meant for you. Or I don't think you should apply for this job. Well, I don't think that's the right person for you. I don't think this. I don't think that. Always, I don't think. But they never tell you, well, try and see. What do you have to lose? They're always trying to find a way to kill your purpose. You know, you're born with certain things that you're going to achieve. You know that you're successful. You know that there's some things that you do better than anybody else. But these type of people come up and tell you the very thing that you know to be true. They will introduce doubt. And if you're not careful, you'll start believing them versus believing in yourself. They have never, never, never have anything positive say about what you're trying to achieve. If you decided to go to college later in your years, they'll tell you you're too old for that. Leave that to the young people. You already settled in your job. You're making good money. But they don't understand the reason why you're going back to school is not for that. It's just some personal thing that you want to achieve. But they'll say enough negative that you'll say, well, you know what? They're right. And I'm not saying because you have a, a low self-esteem or you don't have no, no drive by yourself. But if somebody keeps talking negative in your ear and you trust their judgment, you trust their word, you might be thinking later, maybe they are saying something. Maybe they know something that I'm not seeing. And the last thing is they push hard to make sure that you don't reach your destiny. They do everything they can, not only to you, but people around you to build up stumbling blocks, pitfalls and traps so that you won't get out of that that front that you're in. That place where they coach you into, they find a way not to let you out. Because remember, the snake want to get you in a place where they can sink their teeth in you. They can trap you for life. So you will never get a place to coming out. They want to get you in a corner where the only person you can see is them. And when they're tired of you, they sink their teeth in for the final blow. Look at some of the friends that you call friends. Some of those friends should be called associates, acquaintance, but not true friends. And those do true friendships that you have, hold on to them. Because later on down the road, they're going to help you to be successful in your things that you're seeking to do. I don't know, y'all, but I've been bitten a lot in my life and I'm not getting bit anymore. I just believe I should know a snake. It's not hard. You can see them. You know when they come. They come every time when you find yourself in a place where making some difficult decisions. They're always there with a word. Good or bad, they try to win your trust. First off, they start off real good, all loving and all kind and all this. And then lo and behold, when your guards come down and you begin to trust in them, boom. There go the teeth. Boom. There go that tail wrapping around you, around your neck, around your thoughts, around your dreams, around your visions. If you're not careful, for they'll smother you out. I want to thank you for sharing your most valuable time with me. We pray that this session has provoked a thought that opened your eyes to see an ideal, which stimulates your mind to take action. You are one of unlimited possibilities. Take advantage of all opportunities to create a better you. Be careful who you hang with. Be careful who you give your love to and your trust in. Because there are snakes out there. And they ain't all the ones that lay on the ground. Some of them have two legs, two arms. 